What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the Ethel Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everybody listening out there in internet land. Welcome to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that cuts through all the bullshit and gets right to the nitty-gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling, both professional and indie. I'm your co-host, Avenging Ben. I'm Hold Muck Mike. Ray, where'd you go, buddy? I killed him. You get? Oh, you killed him? You motherfucker! Yeah! Cut off my mic! <laughs> God damn it! Full <laughs> curses! Cut my mic! Curses, my best. Fucking assholes! Curses, my best. Li- hey, what happened? <laughs> yeah, they cut off my mic. God damn it! Okay. You guys are cutting your ratings. Don't do that shit to me. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, we got you. We All got right. You. So, yeah, big old crazy week in the world of professional wrestling and a big old crazy it's, week. It's, it's been a crazy and sad week in the world. Sad, of, uh, sad week in the world of professional this, wrestling. Not even just for wrestling, just the world. Just the world in general. But before We're we living get, in a fucked up place. Before we get into that, just a brief uh, little word warning. The world is going through... A lot of shit right now. If you have family out there that is being affected by all these, uh, all, all these hurricanes, all these horrible, just nature being a complete, utter motherfucker. This these past two weeks, our hearts and prayers are with you, and we hope yeah. that you and yours are okay wherever you may be. Exactly. So we here at the GWP send in our good wishes to all of you all over the world. So as far as all you guys are concerned, Mike and Ray, how are you guys doing? Mike, how's your week been so far? It was alright. Just working, as usual. Almost kill someone at your job again this week? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> God damn it, stop killing people, Mikey. <laughs> Do you want to explain that joke? Okay, so for those who don't know, we have a, a little, when we're not doing this, we have a Facebook chat that we use to basically uh, share news with each other, uh, share jokes, keep in touch, figure out what shows we're going to, etc., etc. And we often, like, when we're bored at our jobs, respectively, or, or, or our day jobs, we'll just sort of shoot a message off into that thing and just sort of kill time. But when we were a few, like, last week, I believe, or the week prior... Uh, a couple weeks ago. Whole Milk Mike here sends us a message, and he says, I just killed someone at my job. And, of course, me and uh, Ray Ramundo over here, are uh, we're, laughing, we're, we're sending him laughing emojis, we're laughing and stuff, and I start making a joke, and I say, okay, you're going to need three garbage bags, a hose, some bleach, some disinfectant, and some oregano. And then, and then, and then Mike and is like, like... Vinegar and salt, just for the blood, you'll be okay. And then Mike... Uh, messages back, I love how you guys think I'm joking, to which me and Ray both think, 
Oh shit! Uh, and I immediately, <laughs> and I immediately called this motherfucker, and I was like, "Mike, buddy, you no, that's this? not even when. That's not even when. It's Mike tells us, oh yeah, this isn't Mike. This is Officer Johnson.' I'm like, no, no, that was no, that was. No, You're that burying was the lead on that one. I, I call that was up when I already fucking like no, okay. This is no, I call show. up Mike and I say, and he he drops the shroud and he says, "I want, I wonder so which." So, so this is what happens. So I send him the message. I'm like, dude, I'm not joking. So then I see the chat and I bend like Mike, Mike, and he's like, "I'm calling you." So I'm like, <laughs> so he calls me. He goes, Michael, you all right? And I'm like, I just start laughing. Goddamn. <laughs> he was like. Don't you ever fucking do that again. I was legit- I was legitimately pissed, and then I immediately went from concern to, oh, we have to fuck with Ray. Tell him a cop has your phone. Although you kind of- the worst name ever. You kind of shot the joke in the foot when you said that the name of the cop was Officer Johnson. It was at the spur of the moment. Is his first name Dwayne? Then I call him, because I'm like, fuck, I'm hoping this is this is still a joke. And Mike's like, gotcha, bitch. Like, motherfucker. No, I think I gotcha, try to bitch. be like, this is this is Officer Johnson, what are you calling for? Gosh. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, bitch. And that was then when we started to go play Bean Bozo, because this was on Labor Day. God damn it. So no, this was, Labor Day. This, this, this was even before that. No, this was on Labor Day. It was because I remember when you <laughs> got to my house that day. I immediately was just like, "You motherfucker!" That was the first thing I said to you was, "You motherfucker." <laughs> no, hello, how you been? Just you motherfucker. You're lucky your well, ass got any. You're lucky your ass got any cheeseburgers at the barbecue that night because that was mad as hell. And they were uh, really good, good cheeseburgers. That was, was a good. That was a good barbecue. That was. That was then a, we vomited the meat because we fucking ate bad beans. But yeah, you saw what happened. If you if not if you haven't seen it yet, go Check. to our YouTube channel and watch our Labor Day special. We have two brand new videos up on the YouTube for you guys. We have the uh, very long uh, Q and A and uh, trivia bean boozled challenge video, which we had a lot of fun doing. Not so much Mike over here because he vomited. And we also, and speaking of Mike, we also released a short little video with our good buddy Smiley, who uh, day by day, week by week, is getting ever closer to uh, carrying out his mission of mist against the, the whole milk. You say that, but it's been fucking months. Uh, Miss Free is coming to an end. Did Ms. you Free see? Is coming to an end. I, we, I shared the video of his match with Gabriel Sky. Uh, at FTW, and th there's he, he bookends the match by taunting you both times. It's amazing. And me wearing no, fucking goggles. You wearing fucking God. goggles. The scariest point, though, is that Smiley comes under the ring, and we're like, oh, he's going to come in front of us. Watch. Three, two, me and my jump. Because I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to miss now. <laughs> and it was just the scariest point, because I'm like, Wait, I didn't lose this bet. I wasn't in the bet. Why am I gonna get misted with him? God damn it. What the fuck? Basically, that was our reaction. <laughs> ben, don't laugh, because I hope he gets you too. You know, at this I point, fuck it. Come what may, I am. I just want to see Mike, like, finally just get it and have it happen to him already. 
Isn't there like um, one more chance he has he has to get me? It's a hog, I believe, right? I think it's a hog. We'll definitely have to see what happens. Oh, I can't wait for that show. We get to see Ben's buddies. My favorite, How's the Gang Go? God, uh, <laughs> uh, don't get me started on the fucking house. They had of, some choice words for you this weekend, didn't fucking they? Fucking House of Garbage took uh, got on social Fuck media. Fuck you! Ezekiel Lewis or Rembrandt Lewis, fucking Ezekiel Lewis, whatever he wants to call himself, got on Facebook. And took some shots at me. Said he was gonna fuck my mom, and I was just like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Ben, I think Ezekiel Lewis is telling you something. Listen, he's a they, real daddy. Holmes. If they want to take, if they want to take shit up from with me, they can find me at the Elks Lodge at HOG. All right. So speaking of confrontations, when me and Mike review our weekend, Mike's gonna tell you a fun story of how I confronted. The private party. All of well, that. Let's get it going. All of that. We, we have some shit with wrestlers. God damn it. We all have shit with wrestlers. But before we get into that, let's talk about the wrestling news this week. And unfortunately, we have a little bit of we have some very sad news to kick off the show tonight. Unfortunately, no. We no, lost. I want to bring it up. We lost another. We lost another uh, titan of wrestling talent icon. tonight. Another icon of wrestling. One of the greatest managers, if not the greatest manager of all time, and one of the greatest play-by-play color commentators of all time. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan has passed away this year, unfortunately, and it is he has left a sizable hole in the world of pro wrestling that will never be matched by anyone, because just watch any clip of Bobby Heenan, and you'll see why so many people, Paul Heyman, uh, like Paul Heyman, our buddy Matthew Ryan Shapiro, so many people take influence from this guy. Paul Raymonda. But, well, yeah, well, who the fuck is that guy, anyway? Fuck yeah! But yeah, Bobby. <laughs> no, but but to be to be honest though, it did, really did hit home with a lot of us. A lot of the guys that we work with, guys who've been around, it really was a big shocker because Bobby has influenced anyone that's watched wrestling that wants to be in this company. You've studied Bobby the Brain just to see how he cut that promo, how he was able to work the crowd, whatever he did. That even watching other podcasts talk about it this week. It was it was crazy to think he's only ever did one match as a face, and to think that the crowd was like, "No, this isn't right." That's how great of a character he was that he was able to be such heated in the ring, but then beloved afterward. Mike, what so did it you just think? shows you it's crazy. It was crazy, Mike. What do you think of the sad passing of Bobby the Brain Heenan? Uh, it was unexpected. I, I feel like it. Got everybody off. It caught everybody off guard because of recent stories over the years of him battling cancer and beating it. And if you see any recent photos of him from any conventions that he was doing, he it was it was just so sad to see how he looked. And the, and the, and cancer is a bitch. Cancer is. I'll, I'll, I'll say that, but um, I'm happy that he's not suffering anymore. But it's also sad that we don't. That I never got a chance to meet him in person actually get to talk to him but um i think we i think i we could all agree if we were born earlier like and grew up in the 80s with wrestling with bobby heenan and Guerrero monsoon we we would have like, we, could, we could all consider ourselves a bobby heenan guy at this at, in today's world right in this yeah even now we even now all, i think yeah. we've all grown to that age that we kind of we're nostalgic fans Especially the three of us. We're basically, I guess we have to call ourselves this. We are marks in a certain extent. So we have studied the older guys. And to us, these are the guys we kind of look up on. It's not 
mm. the age of now, it's more of those guys that paved the way for us. So to me, I can definitely say we're Bobby Heenan guys. Like I said today, I'm not going to call you two simpletons. It's humanoid for the rest of the show. So fuck you, humanoid motherfuckers. And fuck That's you, you Bobby. But love yes, you, Bobby. So love you, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Rest in peace, sir. And you will most definitely be missed. Big bucket of win for you, sir. That's all. So from one, so from one sad passing to sadly from one end of an era to the end of an era of one of our favorite YouTube channels for the past two years or so. Um, I've met mm-hmm. from so to move on to another news story this week. It is um, sad in a much different way. We're not equating the death of a human being to the death no, of a website. No. This is this is no. more of us like a guilty pleasure of sadness. It isn't comparing it to a death. So don't start fucking hating on us now, fans, because someone's going to say it. Oh, you marks are equating a death. No. Nope. We're just nope. comparing that. It was sad because this is basically one of the ways we created God. We're watching these guys, and some of the ideas were what we did on our live streams. So, We've taken a lot of influence from these guys. Away, We've taken a lot of influence from all these guys from over the past two years or so. If there was no... If it was not for these guys, I don't think GOP would exist, or at least not in the way that it does right now. A lot of the things that we do, like the championship prediction stuff, the videos, the little storylines, a lot of those the things... The stump would not have happened without, without these, these guys. <laughs> so, you know, it would take the good and the bad, but sadly it was announced this week that What Culture uh, WWE, What Culture Wrestling personalities, Adam Blompier, Adam Pacitti, Jack the Jobber, editor Sam Driver, and King Ross... We'll all be leaving what culture within the coming weeks. Some have already left. Jack the Jobber has officially been replaced in the Fast Count videos. And there has not that been... That girl is just awkward. And there has not yet been... She was fine. And there has not yet been a new WTF Moments this week. I, there has not been a sign of a new Top 10 for Mr. Blompier. Pachiti has been quiet. And it would, it would seem... That sadly, a unique era in online wrestling content has come to an end, so best wishes. I would end it there, but as was teased on Adam Blompier's personal Twitter page, he released a graphic that seemed to indicate something called Channel 5, that indicates five members of what culture, the five that just left, and he, and he ended it with the tagline saying, join us, won't you? And it would appear... Yeah! And, and it would appear that the five men who have left what culture are going to be starting their own YouTube channel. Makes sense. So which That's not bad. So the thing is, we never watched what culture for what culture. We watched it for these guys because they were the fucking channel. Uh, in some aspects, kind of, yeah. I never watched... I always, I, I, I've watched a couple of other, other... I've watched a couple of their other what culture videos and... They were good, but I'll just say this: uh, hearing Adam Blompier talk about anything else except wrestling is kind of weird. Yeah, but like he actually does. He did a how I would have booked, how I would have, how they should have made Suicide Squad, and that was actually really good. That one, yeah. It's interesting that um, they're multi-talented dudes, and I'm gonna miss watching the that what culture content every week. But if you've seen. Oh God! Any what culture video released after that announcement has been the amount of, the amount of dislike has been hate fucked into oblivion. It is insane. Yep. The the like to well, dislike ratio what is culture, insane. I guess the three of us have one thing to say. We're open. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, looking, you're, you're looking. You're looking for we'll dudes. 
Pay us money. <laughs> Pay us money. We have the following. We yeah. can replace. We can replace. Yeah, no, but in a serious note, it does. It was sad to find out. But a lot of, I guess, reality is shot in that they've been saying their boss is kind of a douche. Right. Basically, right. It's basically like for our fans that are fans of Smosh, the same kind of thing happened earlier in the year with Anthony Padilla leaving because he thought they were just basically putting so many restraints. It kind of comes with the town. That's why a lot of people want to do podcasts and stuff on their own because they don't want to be... They want to kind of be independent. So that's why it's better to be a freelancer than have that contract. Kind, kind of like us. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're never going to sign. We won't sign. Two years later, watch us be signed to a company and like, we no, we love it here. GAWP mm-hmm. will not sell days. out. GAWP will not sell out unless it is for a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> Two years but, later, um, we're like, we love this company. Yep. But back to what culture, <laughs> what were you saying? So back to what culture, it... Sad era, sad, sad to see this era of content end, but I look forward to seeing what these dudes do in the very near future. I do not think we'll be waiting very long, but I'm very curious to see what happens to WCPW because Blompier was a writer and an on-screen personality. So does like now that they're gone, does what they were the, the key players in that was like him and Pachini well, and all these guys? So, so like, what they've said is that WCPW will have a new GM announced at the next uh, pay per view. So I guess that's going to happen there. The only thing writing-wise... Simon Miller. Oh, my God. Watch. No, it can't be Simon. He'll he'll be a fucking... He'll be a hypocrite. Simon's their boy. Simon better be walking out next. <laughs> no, he, no he, he's one of the people that are staying. Oh, that son of a bitch. Uh, but still, good luck to One Culture. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to be watching their content anymore. <laughs> Unless you want to watch, unless you want to watch, videos have been boring as hell. Oh god! Unless you want to watch like Hobo Joe talking about like Starcade coming back. God, poor Hobo Joe. Poor Hobo Joe. <laughs> Speaking of which, so this, means, so this means the end of WTF moments because I believe that's that was Ross's idea, and they're not gonna replace. Yeah, but that could happen on five. Oh, I know, but I'm saying you're not going to see that anymore. In the what? form that it has, they don't own probably. They don't own like the King Ross character, but like they probably own the. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't say that. I would say it's like I guess it's whoever, it's whatever they decided to do. So like Adam Blompier is not going to be plumpy anymore. He's going to be. I, I, it's going to be like just them. Just oh, he, them he hasn't been them. plumpy for like a month. He got his old name back. He won it back. Yeah, he got his name back at the last predictions. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, like, like it's going to be the same people. But um, with the new people they're bringing into what culture, I feel bad for them because people have already went onto Twitter and people are already bashing them, and they haven't even recorded anything. Even Adam Pacini had put on a tweet saying, stop sending hate to what culture because this was our decision, not theirs. Leave them alone. Well, if you've seen, like, their YouTube channel, like, the if you refresh the page every, like, ten minutes, the subscribers are leaving in droves. Yeah, they're going down day that, by that day. Just, that, that just shows how popular these five people were. You have uh, both the Adams, you have King Ross, you have Jack the Jobber, and one of the, I believe, the camera guy? Editors, uh, one of the editors. One of the editors, yeah. The popularity of these five is ridiculous, if you think about it. It's, it's ridiculous and amazing. Yep. It already started it started a while back with Kenny and Susie leaving. When they left, it was like 
okay. Like we didn't. And now them taking the spoke, stand as well. It's like ooh, when we spoke okay. to when we spoke to Susie Kennedy at like ROH Manhattan Mayhem. She didn't really go into detail about why she left Wood Culture. She only vaguely said she didn't really go into detail about anything. We didn't want to pry, but I think we have a better idea of why people left. People are leaving. It just, it, from every story, it just with, seems with to be... With this recent development, we kind of see why, what's happening, what, what's really going on or what culture. Yeah, it does not it's seem e- like... It's, it's either the boss is a dick or they just feel like they want to try and do it on their own. Yeah, so... I think it's, maybe it's a disagreement. Something occurred. If they're saying, even past writers are coming out now saying, yeah, the dude's a dick, he only wants certain things to be done, and everything else is hush-hush. So it's like... I guess it was bound to happen someday, so, so I guess now it's to their future endeavors and see what happens. Well, so, uh, Lee, whenever, when I think something happens, we'll definitely keep you guys updated. Yeah. Well, you guys know before us, because fuck, so Matt, I think what culture is more popular than we are. So I, I also loved how people were like, Adam Blompier just left what culture? He's going to WWE, everybody. He finally got a job. <laughs> it's like, can everybody calm down, please? So, uh, Matt, hey, what, imagine Adam comes out on NXT. Oh, oh believe me, I, I, I would love it, but that's not the plan. He's doing his own YouTube channel. And plus, I feel like, I don't know, I, I won't say it right now. Maybe he'll get a chance, but right now, let's see like, let's see what him, Bettini, Ross, and um, Jackson Jobber do on, with the uh, Channel 5, you said, Ben? Yeah, that, that seems to be the name. It's a big C and a 5, which might stand for Channel 5 or something like that. So. It, we'll see. We'll see if they continue to do it. So, that could be Culture 5. Culture 5, maybe. Yeah, we're, we're, it's probably going to be something Culture because they were the they were the 5 of what Culture. So. so Matt Holmes. I guess we'll see what happens. So Matt Holmes, guy who runs what, what Culture? You suck. Ooh, you yep. suck. So moving on from that, we move from we move from we I mentioned uh, Starcade before, and the other thing in the news this week is that WWE has decided to resurrect another WCW property for their own benefit. So yep. WWE, which they, should, which they should have been doing a, a while ago. WCW, they have the rights to it, so they've been they should have been doing this. WWE yep. has brought has decided to bring back uh, Starcade. And which used to be WCW's WrestleMania, and yep. it seems it will only be some form of like a B show pay per view, I believe. Yeah, it's kind of just going to be a network special. It's not. More, it's not like, like a, a big, like a big main pay per view. It's just going to be something that will be on the network, from what I hear. But it is going to be a dual branded show, so it is at least going to be something worthwhile. It is going to be in its home state of North Carolina because this is where. The original Starcade was its home territory. I do have to it ask something though. I do have to ask something though. Just out of my personal curiosity, just because we're in this uh-huh. period of like SmackDown's doing Build to Hell in a Cell, which is next month, have they dropped the two pay per view a month model? Have they finally dropped that? Uh, well, I think so. I well, this depends. would make it a second pay per view now okay. because it'd be Survivor Series and Starcade on the same. Month, so. Yeah, it'll be like a week apart from each other, I believe, or two weeks apart. I'm just happy that the whole two pay-per-view a month thing has like died down because that was torture. It was torture so, for the members. We had to drink so much during those pay-per-views. So <laughs> WWE brings back the name Storycade and a certain wrestler who left the company about a year ago and now is doing phenomenal 
on the indie scene had an issue with this, especially his wife as well. But well, that's Twitter. the thing. He 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 earns that opinion because okay, oh, let's, no, let's no. say who it is. It was Cody, it's Cody Rhodes Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. And Brandy as well. Brandy, I think she wanted to do it because I bet Cody didn't want to do it at first. Yeah. Cody definitely had the opinion, but he knows how PR works, and I guess he was too not, I won't say scared, but he knew okay, if I start talking about it, it's gonna get a buzz. And that's the that's the opposite of what he wants because he kind of doesn't want the attention on this pay-per-view because he's kind of seeing it as a mockery right now. WWE is planning to bring... Oh, sorry, Mike, you can go. Well, I was also, like, saying, to go on your point, I thought, like, Cody didn't want to say anything. I think it's also the fact that they put that cease and desist order on him for, for saying fuck the revival. And I think he's he probably finds himself in hot water already. He doesn't want to add to it. Of course, that's definitely going to go on is that he doesn't want to... I think that may have gone with the cease and desist and not the right. or any or name drop any of WWE's trademarks. But that's the thing as well is that Cody, he has a right to do this because it's kind of, it's a fuck you by the WWE. Because WWE right. has for months now, not even months, for years, been planning on, okay, we have the trademarks, let's use some WWE, WCW pay-per-views, but while Dusty Rhodes and guys like that were they decided not to do it because it's kind of like, oh, we're going to have to give them credit toward it. So right. Cody has this idea in his head, and I don't, I kind of have to agree with Cody. This is kind of fucked up by the WWE to do this and not even want to give credit to the American dream. So Cody Rhodes was basically just going, fuck you. Basically. Exactly. He's saying it, but not really saying it. They did respond with a rather classy move though, but like well like but then Brandy Rhodes hopped on Twitter and like he he spoke out. Like it was just a whole mess. But then WWE reached out. I think it was who was it? One of it was uh It was Michael P. S. Hayes. So that even got out. me more pissed off. Like, really? Don't do that. The racist asshole speaks. They offered Cody <laughs> I wonder if this were real, if this was just in jest. They offered No, Cody. this is literally real. Because they know if they bring Cody and Goldust together, that sells the pay-per-view because it's their tribute to Dusty. They also, were... they, they pitched the idea of them two against the Hardys. Now, I'm not saying it'll be a, a nice idea, but I feel like there's probably an ROH show that night, the, the, the night of the Starcade show, and they probably want to try and take away the Ring of Honor champion. Do you guys know what I mean? I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say that. I would say I feel, I they're trying like to the... cash in on Cody being so popular right now. And if I think, if I'm not mistaken, yes, ROH may be in the same town. So it would be kind of, it would be interesting if Cody does accept. Who knows? Maybe Cody Rhodes asks. He's not. Okay, he's not I'll gonna, do he's, it. He's not, he's not going to accept. I don't know. I would, it would if, be interesting. If he, has, if he has the title and he has... A booking for him that day to defend that title, he's doing it. He's not going to WWE. Would you think Cody would want to come out with the belt? I, Just to be that much of a fuck you back to the WWE, showing, hey, look at this. You guys didn't want to give me a shot. Negative. Look what I'm doing. I'm a champion, and I have a ring of honor. <laughs> That's how much trust they have him. If Cody has like a meeting with like Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince, and like they actually talk, like sit down and talk about like, like any differences they have with each other, 
and they could smooth things over, maybe, mm. maybe something will happen. But at, well, at, at, at this that point, happened, let's let's go with other news from the Starcade because it did bring out a famous debut is going to happen that night. It's going to be it's not the glorious one. It's the bodacious Booby Rude. Booby Rude. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, whoever decided to make this uh, dream card needs to learn how to fucking spell. Check, no, this is the actual card. From what's, what I've heard, this is the actual card. Just the building that's going to be held at messed up on the flyer. So it's supposed to be Bobby Rude, but they accidentally spelled it Booby. Rude. Some dick for brains intern probably just spelled it boobies. Trust me, speaking as somebody who has messed up on social media stuff before. Oh, we've messed up a we, lot. We've messed up a lot stuff. on that. We we do we do <laughs> social media. We fuck up all the time. Yeah, some intern probably some dipshit intern probably messed up, spelled booby rude and put it out. So you're saying the card that was released is like probably one hundred percent real. Like, I guarantee yes. you, like, Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler is most definitely the feud they're going with. Because I guarantee you, any week now, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is going to spoof Bobby Roode's entrance, and then Bobby's right. going to come out and kick the crap out of him. You know what I, I still want to see, though, that all the fans are chanting it? Wait till Ziggler come out with the fucking CM Punk entrance. Oh. They need to do it. They need to fucking do it. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see if Dolph Ziggler keeps going, keeps going down uh, crate. Uh, Keeps riding the crazy, yeah, on, the, yeah. on the crazy train. But uh, what other matches did they say? I believe they said Nakamura and Mahal with Mahal. Yeah, and the steel cage. With, with, they're with, bringing with, the double, the double steel cage match is coming. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Uh, they're doing the double steel cage match at Starcade. They're like, bringing that well, back. Like so. War games, the war games, or the with steel cage and the Hell in a Cell over it. Uh, I think it's that one. The steel cage. I'm not with sure the if it's over. Yeah, I don't think they're doing war games for that night. War games would have been, I think it's the second pay per view they're thinking of bringing back. Mm. So, but um, it's gonna be an interesting night. It would be that. I I saw like Styles, Corbin, and Rusev in a three way. I believe that's one of the things. What else else is on this card? Uh, Supposedly, Rock and Roll Express will be there. My thought is Ben. Do you know who they are? I know who fucking <laughs> Rock and Roll Express are, all right? Brett, uh, ben, give us their names. <laughs> ben, give us their names. As, he, as he's looking this up. <laughs> yep. The fact that you assholes would not think that I don't know who Rock and Roll Express are <laughs> and you're typing. is so, such so, bullshit, so, so, I so, swear. So. The fact that, that you would even are. insinuate that I wouldn't know who... Hold on a second. Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton from Memphis, Tennessee, <laughs> United States you, are from. The fact that you'd think that just because I'm 19 and I only started watching wrestling 10 years ago, the fact that I wouldn't know that they that these two were part of the UWF and known as Mid-South Wrestling at the time, end parenthesis, followed by a stint with the NWA's Jim Crockett <laughs> Promotions, and the fact that they held the NWA Tag Team Championships eight times, the fact, and that they are... Where's the, Matthew Ryan Shapiro when you need him? I know, he would have known this already. No, the fact that, but the fact that you assholes would even insinuate that I didn't know any of that, but the fact that you assholes would even insinuate that I don't know that things about the Rock and Rolly Express is ridiculous. You okay, Ben, who, was ma- who did they get managed back? <laughs> 
Jim Who Cornette. Who did Nash buy that whole time? Well, that's Jim other Cornette. Other than Jim Cornette. Yeah, other than Jim Cornette? <laughs> Come on, Ben. You said you know who they are. <laughs> Let me go back to Google. Uh, let me do one second here. Ben, it was a trick question. They were only managed by fucking Jim Cornette. Oh, fuck off. I don't know shit about Mid-South Wrestling, all right? I'm sorry. Let's and you say you work for Capital. <sighs> Damn for fuck's sake. All right, I need to educate myself. I'm sorry not everybody can watch every wrestling match ever made. Uh, amateur. <laughs> speaking of so amateurs. This is a humanoid at his worst. Speaking hold of amateurs. On hold on, Ben. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Do you feel Cody is going to they're gonna try and reach out to him? To get this on that is show, not or? the first time Cody has reacted about something like this. Like, Remember that time they had... The Bullet Club, like, rip up that, that Dusty Rhodes Bailey Bear on television, and he got really pissed off about it. Right. I, like, but in fairness, like, they really were kind of doing something uh, crappy with Dusty's legacy in that instance. But in this case, do I think that the, he's going to say yes? No, he's not. Cody Rhodes has invested too much in the indie scene. He's done too much with ROH, New Japan... TNA, Impact, all these other places. He's done too much with the independent scene so far to sort of jeopardize that by even getting involved with WWE again. I do think that he would, he'd go to the meeting at least and he'd turn it into an episode of Being the, Be the Elite. Oh, they weren't allowed <laughs> they find, they'll find, Oh, they'll find a way. No, they'll, they'll film him going there, but not, he's not bringing a camera in the meeting. Oh, he would. Oh, he would. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, he does that. They release the video, and then he gets sued. They've already been suing him. <laughs> I mentioned before, like you call me an amateur. You want to talk about amateurs? Do you guys he? Did you guys see the bullshit that GFW was pulling with their first quote pay per view unquote? Uh, yes, and I believe you're talking about the video I shared on the Facebook page. If you haven't been following on the uh, General Admission where, Wrestling where, Podcast where, where they Facebook fucking page. Updated, where they fucking updated the commentary and said ridiculous bullshit. Okay, Mike, oh, take us th- Mike, take us through this ridiculous horseshit, if you may. Just give us a little, a little sample size of what happened. So, go on to Facebook, and I find the clip. And so from the GFW, it was one of their, one, it's from one of their taping from Vegas, I believe. I'm not going to double check because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's from Amped. It's called Amped, uh, Global Force Amped. Basically, it's GFW Amped. And Jared's in the ring, and and he throws up the board club sign saying that Carl Anderson and Doc Gals are going to be here tonight. That's strike one. Strike two is when Bobby Roode came out. Now, just so people know, this was recorded in 2015. So, what did they do? They updated the commentary and saying that Bobby Roode has left NXT and rejoined GFW. This company deserves to die. These people, like Jeff Jarrett, should not have a job. And whoever told the commentary team to say that bullshit should be killed. Ouch! Why? Did, why yeah. What the fuck? Why does this fucking annoying ass company still exist? 
It's like a goddamn cockroach that just doesn't want to go away. You stop Did you on say it, a cockroach? You stop on it, it goes away. You stop on it again, it goes away. You stop on it, it goes away, and then it gets even bigger. Because they got money. Watching one episode, um, watching one of uh, any episode of GFW makes me want to do this. Uh, do that instead. But speaking of which, I, it's not I, even. I can't. I can't even defend that because I usually, I'm devil's advocate with fucking GFW. Yeah, you but shut the saw, fuck up. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh god, damn, what the hell's wrong with this company? Listen, because you, you know have... what's fucked up is that they have this recording already in file, but then. They're replacing that commentary. If you want to, so whatever happens. Oh, sorry, Ben. You if go. you want to air an old match you have with a dude you had under contract at the time, and you can legally use the footage of, fine, you can do that. Just say this is footage of Bobby Roode before he went off and joined the another corporation. We this is the last. Oh, 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 oh. I almost forgot about this little gem too because over the weekend, and it was like from the same video that they published that Eric Young was on. They, somebody, one of the fans tweeted at him saying, oh, I can't believe you're back in GFW. When did, when did this happen? Eric Young just tweets back, I'm in WWE, you moron. <laughs> I saw that. It's like, this is, even, you know what's, it pisses me off more? <laughs> that the fans believe this. Some Yeah, they're idiot, still thinking this is live. Some moronic fans out there who are sitting in their basements believe that Eric Young and Bobby Roode legitimately left the WWE to go back to this? Not even that. But then what's funny is that certain fans are believing that all this what the is fuck happening was that? and that they're working both shows. It's like, no, dumbasses. This was, a, this was not even a year ago. It's almost two years now. It's insane. What's funny is that all the responses that have happened, fucking Brian Myers gave the best one like, uh, I never gave you guys permission to use my likeness. I'm like, whoa. Come on, Brian. You know, you're getting those royalty checks. What's insane? I've tried, much like you have. I've tried being nice to these guys along the way. I've been like, well, they have some good talent. Well, they do some good stuff. It's hard running a wrestling promotion. It's hard competing with WWE and when you're on cable and stuff like that. This is just, this is a scummy thing to do. It's taking shit and it's manipulating people. It's flat out lying to people. WWE lies too. I'm not going to be in denial about this, but they but they don't make it outright like DFW does. When WWE lies, it's more just like they they just sort of embellish just a little bit and just sort of pretend something didn't happen. But they're not directly telling you. They're not say putting out information and tell, expecting you to believe it as something else. Yeah, they're not the ones saying Stevie Richards won the Royal Rumble in 2004 and he was at WrestleMania 20, they just kind of eliminated from history. They're not lying to you like they're doing to your face. It's like, I want to know who paid these commentators and said, okay, say this and that, but that's not what's happening. Just say it. Like, what the fuck was going through their minds? It's you know, utter hold on. You know what? Something just, something just came up that I just thought about. I want to get you guys' opinion on this. So, yeah. okay. you know how they mentioned AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Sting and Kurt Angle when that, when they first came back and they said that you've been gone for a couple of years and we and we as the fans know what they were doing they were in TNA mm-hmm. but do you hate it or 
kind of like it when WWE doesn't even acknowledge it. Like, they don't even acknowledge AJ Styles' career in TNA. It depends on the guy. For me, it depends on the guy because, like, I knew, kind of, honestly, for me, TNA was where I first got exposed to Sting and AJ Styles. So, if, like, if it wasn't for that company, I might not have the respect I do. But to be fair, the AJ Styles we're watching right now and enjoying so much was really. That was the AJ that was sort of molded and born in New Japan and ROH. So, do I I, I? I honestly, I wouldn't mind it if they mentioned that they were in TNA or something. But like, I can see why they don't, and I, I understand why they don't do it. But it's the funny thing is that they would mention a New Japan or a Ring of Honor. But that's the thing. Comes, but when it comes to TNA, they refuse to. And I, I don't feel blame like them. it's more of a spite for Jeff Jarrett than anything else. I don't even think it's Jared. I just see, I think WBC's, okay, Japan is almost at her level. We respect the Ring of Honor brand. We scout Ring of Honor. So it's basically, they're going to mention who they kind of want to work with or are working with. Like, they'll mention ICW, they'll do this and that. But they'll never mention TNA because to them, TNA isn't even on their level. It it's not a competition. Not. It's just a company trying to replicate what they do, just horribly. Badly, All right. in a sense. I, I, I'll say I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on that, Bray. But I'll also agree with Ben on this. It's Jeff Jarrett. These I don't think it's promote. Jarrett because Jared no, no, Jared no, 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 did no. Global Force, Je- and they don't even want to mention TNA before that. Jeff Jarrett in 1999 hold, held up Vince McMahon for more money. He got more money, and then he left the company. And then, if you remember from that segment in 2001 where they did the simulcast, Vince spe- specifically called out Jared and said, you're fired. No, he said so, that it, I feel that we would spell Jeff Jared's name a little differently after tonight. Double G, double O, double N, double E. Gone. The Gawney. But, um... <laughs> but, um... Uh, but Vince is still holding that. That's why you never see any mentions of Jeff Jarrett. There's, there's there's never talks of him being in the Hall of Fame. It's because of that one moment. So the reason they don't mention TNA or GFW is because of the, the pure hatred. For Jarrett, yeah. yeah. I was listening to the new episode of Something to Wrestle With, Bruce Pritchard today, and they were talking about Jeff Jarrett's time in the WWF. The sheer amount of bullshit that that man got away with is unfathomable. Definitely. That's another podcast you guys should listen to. Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. That's a great podcast. I listen to that one. That's a great podcast to listen to. Even Cornettes, to a certain degree, I say Cornettes is something just to stimulate your mind, just a little with some poison. Just listen to Cornette as well. <laughs> we recommend all these podcasts to our viewers. But don't forget to listen to ours first. Yep. <laughs> Oh, God. And Attitude Era podcast. That one's great. It's something to debacle with. It's because of Jared. It's just, they have mentioned TNA, but just so, like, small. Like, with AJ on Edge and Christian, he said, are we going to talk about that company I worked for for years? Eh. Nah. Then Loki, when he was in uh, the NXT game show, he's like, I'm bringing total nonstop action. So it's like, Okay, they're they're quoting it a bit, but they're not going to say where it is. Yeah, but they immediately bury it. Like uh, if you, you mentioned the low key line, you remember immediately after that, Michael Cole goes, "Oh, way to go, kid! You just got yourself fired." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
But so, again, remember, remember when James Storm spent a month in NXT? Remember when, back, first, when he no when he first came in in NXT and they said, "Oh, this man has been traveling all over the world. He's been on the Indies for the past ten years." <laughs> TNA is an indie. Yeah. Hey, to them it is. That's how. Why that's how is James is. Storm? You'd think that with Eric Young, Bobby Roode, freaking AJ Styles, James Storm like a star. That's the prop. That's the thing. James Storms has been there since day one, and he's loyal to a fault. So it was Abyss. You think that those two would get... Yeah, Abyss is gone, though. Abyss is gone as a character. They're using Joseph Park to make him a fucking joke. Wait, it's the same fucking person. No, but Abyss is doing the gimmick everywhere else, and he says he's having fun doing the gimmick without restraints. They're doing Joseph Park, and he's even saying he kind of just wants to end the gimmick because that's what... If you read all the spoilers, the gimmick's almost going away, too. It's like Abyss is having fun doing the indies again as Abyss. So it's like... That's, but that, that's fine, but I'm I'm still going to refer to him as Abyss because, God fucking damn it, it's Abyss. It's James Storm. Those are the only two that have stayed around in that company since day one. James and Storm JB. needs to get a fucking... <laughs> and and the only one. And you know what's worse? Is that we haven't even mentioned the fact that they changed their goddamn name again. Oh, they it's not did. not GFW anymore. It's just impact. Yep. JFW is gone. So now they're going to have to give up the belts and give new belts, and then they're going to Canada, but then fucking Jim Cornette can't go to Canada. So Jim Cornette's gone. And this having, company's dying. And they're having a fucking pay-per-view next month. Bound want to go to Canada? Bound for fucking glory. You guys want to take a trip to Canada? <laughs> Saw Monster said it this best. From now on, when we refer to that company, it's Total Nonstop Global Forest Impact Wrestling. So just give every name in there just in case it's one of them? Yep. Pretty That's much. what we're going to do. Let's just call it that company. Because we that don't know what company. the fuck the name is. So Johnny Impact works for that company along with his girlfriend. Our boys, EYFBO, work for, for that company. That company. I feel bad for them because fuck, they're finally on TV, but they're working for that company. But at least they get to work the indies. They get to make money off their T-shirts from their promising T-stores, and that's another problem. And we covered that on the show that if any TNA merch gets sold, they don't see a goddamn dime of it. Yep, like LAX shirts are sold through TNA, so kind of sad that they don't get a dime. You're giving money to them. The assholes that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. Oh, man, that's fucked up. It's. Ben, you have anything, you have anything left to say about this? I'm done. Uh, uh, yeah, we've, we've pretty much run the gambit of, like, fucking global farce well, impact bullshit. Happens, the only other news you can talk about is... Please just make a tombstone that's saying, here lies dumb fucks. Here lies dumb fucks. Yeah, you know, maybe... No, but that would be a lot of people. You kept I'll going and going and going, and you wasted... So much potential. God, they, that's the thing that they have so many good stars. They have fucking everyone. The biggest thing they're doing now is at least they're focusing on the X Division growing and growing. That they have fucking what, what all X Division. They put back Petey Williams. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm ready. Oh yeah, fucking Petey Williams. Petey Williams in goddamn 2017. That'll put a fucking butt in a seat. 
This is like the fourth time they brought him back. So yeah, you know what it is, though. Or Mike, you know, it's gonna that'll put a Mike. How how do you put it so eloquently? That'll put a what? They'll put a goddamn dick in a butt. <laughs> besides, the you know what it that, is? The people that are even in there are not even paying to see the show. Yeah, it's, true. It's a bunch of old fucks who are tired of walking around Universal Studios and they go into the nice air conditioned place that is called TNA. God. Ring a ding you know ding, funny? here comes the he truth truck. Yeah. Just by this yeah. point, I think we've run the gambit on everything we could possibly say this week about yeah. DFW. Fuck, fuck, we fuck, killed, fuck that company. We killed, we killed that company. But to, to end it off there, I think what's funny is that Petey's gimmick is basically he's coming to make the Canadian story relevant again. Everyone's doing it! Can we agree that the fucking Canadian destroyer has turned to the super kick? Because yeah. everyone has done it, god damn it. Hey, at the, at the latest indie show we went to, there was like two of them on the same fucking show. No, not two, Mike. Three, and a referee did one. Ben, speaking, can we go to that one? Speaking of that, actually, that yes, I would love to see, unfortunately, due to some work scheduling conflicts, I was not able to attend Pro Wrestling Magic, ready to take a chance again with you guys this past weekend, but you guys were able to attend, so tell, give me the juicy details. How was Pro Wrestling Magic's uh, return to uh, to the Knights of Columbus. I was, I, okay, I really didn't think that was the full name, but it was a really good show. It's This is a show that we went in, like, we, we did a live stream that day. Me and Mike gave our predictions of About what we hour. knew with the card. About an hour we did. Hey, because our driver wasn't coming. God yep. damn it, Miguel. <laughs> Spoiler, we rode with Miguel. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you just fucking told everybody that we... Just we drove with Miguel. We drove with Miguel. So you know who we supported in the first match of the night? Don't you support so, that motherfucker. That I, I have some beef with Miguel. Who don't you have beef with? You have beef with all our friends. <laughs> okay, so speaking of beef, that's what they had that night. It was hot dogs and some hard pretzels. God damn it. They were uh, so They were fine. First, yeah, for us, not even first night tonight. The show starts with kind of a memorial to one of their fans. I wasn't familiar with the guy, but he had passed away being one of the loyal right. pro wrestling magic fans. So the whole roster comes out, right. gives I, a well salute. I didn't, I didn't know. Who, I didn't know who they were talking about either. But showed me and Ray. We showed our respect. respect. Yeah, we showed our respect. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, we heels were out. Everyone's out. To us, that was the perfect tribute. And then. First match of the night. A random theme plays. We're like, huh? Who's yep. this? And then, and then we see out. Miguel. We're like, wait. We, Miguel we gets he, his own theme song? And we're cheering, and all of a sudden, Negro comes out, looking like the genie from Aladdin. <laughs> with a crown. We're like, no. <laughs> Where's the theme song? No, Frank Me and Mike in our heads are like, Fuck, we just start doing it. But he has new theme music, but he he had a really good and intense match with Sean, the great Sean Maluda. Yep, from the Cruiserweight Classic. Sean Maluda and Negro had a great Fucking was knocked out first round. <laughs> God, Maluda, from what we hear, Maluda is very, he's a strong style worker. I saw him the week before at SWF. The dude kicks. Dude, I believe, I, I, wait, so let me ask you right. I, is he the brother of the Usos? 
Uh, I don't think he's their brother. I think they're cousins. He's like brother, cousin. He's he's, he's, he's something. He's their brother. Their brother cousin. He's related to the Anawai family. Yeah, they're all related somehow. But yeah, they put on a great match. I'm surprised I said that very clearly too. Yep. The Anawai. Uh, yay, Mikey gets points. Uh, yay. We see uh, something that kind of shocked me and Mike. Fucking Negro pulls off a splash from the top rope. Me and Mike say, Negro, you don't do flippy shit. Negro, you don't do... Holy shit, he just did it. And he hit it, I believe. And he did it perfectly. It was was cool. It was like, okay, this dude that's almost 6'8 is doing a flippy move. Wow. It's not like we're expecting him to do a fucking Phoenix splash or something. Oh, God. But he still did it. He, Negro then, with some underhanded tactics, does pull out the wind. And EC Negro is victorious in match one. And if you're probably wondering what did he use, it's tattooed on his arm. It's a brass nuff. Handed by Miguel. Yes, Ben, your buddy Miguel gave him a brass nuff. God damn. The so he, The fact that he tatted a brass nuff on his arm. Oh god. Oh god. I love Nagel. Okay, so so that that happens. Then we move on to segment two, because it wasn't matched him. Mike, do you wanna uh, wanna say what happened in the ring? Uh was it what the fuck was it called? Danger uh, Zone. It was the danger the da- zone. The, the danger zone with uh, magic. Yep. Slay what happened, Mike. And he got his ass kicked. Ah By so. a, by a bigger dude who kind of looks like Magic. Do you know who his name? What's his name? Like Magic Two. No. Okay. So a, lot, a few weeks ago, <laughs> we had on TJ Marconi. Do you remember that? Yes, I, I remember. So that's that. his student. That's Adam Payne, the dude that TJ wrestled yes. at the SWO. Yes. So for kidding for around, by the way, if he, <laughs> he listens to this and he's about to kill me, I'm joking around. Oh, oh God. Google to make sure that's... <laughs> <laughs> ben, post-edit. Don't, don't make Mike sound like a dumb... <laughs> I ain't editing shit. Are you kidding me? This is gold. Edit, 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 edit. Technical difficulties. Mike knew everything. JWP will be right back after we control this mental breakdown. We cut back and Mike is just smashing shit. I will kill you all! Fucking pain! Mike, just say, fucking pain! Fucking pain! Okay, so can we get to the Danger Zone gimmick? Okay. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. What the fuck are you want? Stop it. Hold on. Stop whining. Yeah, Mike. Take it like a man. You fucked up. You fucking model. Okay, so Danger Jameson comes out with his box of tricks. He says he can't bring Pyro of stunts. Sorry, I we all fuck up. <laughs> so, by the way, by the way it was an empty box. It was an no, empty it wasn't. Box. It had some stuff in there. Empty box. Mikey. Kayfay. Okay, empty so, <laughs> he does this, and Jameson says, okay, I'm going to bring out the legend, Magic. Magic comes out. We all bow down to Magic. Magic comments, he likes my hair again. 
Magic fucking likes my hair again. Love you, Magic. And then he says, you know what? Let's bring out the roster again and have them clap for him. I'm like, again? <laughs> fucking again? So me and Mike look if the roster's actually going to come. And, and when it's the first person does come Payne. out and, and Adam Payne comes in, he says he has respect for Magic. Why are you dealing with this piece of shit over here? Beats, beats, uh, beats what the fuck's the guy's name? Max. Danger Jameson. Yeah. Danger Jameson. He chokeslammed him through the box. Then he beats the shit out of Magic. Then leaves. Me and Mike so, are like, what the fuck are you doing? There, there, Don't kill Magic. That was the special edition of the Danger Zone. Yep. And then Adam Payne gives us a stare of death. We shut up. No, you shut That's up. That's number I two. Give, I don't give a shit. I don't even know your name, and I'll kick you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mike, you want to you wanna say what match two was? God. I don't remember. Oh, my was, God. Was it, was it, it was Kyle the Beast, Kyle the Beast, Pinky Sanchez, and... Mike Donovan. Mike Donovan, and... and number four was... Fuck, hold on. Who was number four? Numero cuatro. So, <laughs> okay. So it was Pinky Sanchez, Kyle right. Reese, right. uh, Mike Donovan, and right. shit. Who was the fourth guy? Fucking he had like huh? he, came, he, he came out in a black hoodie and with those short black uh, pants. Was that? Like, no, that was Mike Donovan. It was Mike That's Donovan. Mike Donovan. That's Mike Donovan. Oh my god! Anyway, we're so anyway, sorry. Anyway, Mike Donovan wins. Mike Donovan He's went on. over. Yeah, Pinky Sanchez. <laughs> Basically, the gimmick was that Pinky got fucked up by his own girl, and they're yeah, way to go, Helen. God, Pinky didn't give her enough pizza, I guess. And no, that wasn't a sexual joke. She loves pizza. Okay, yep. so that was the first. <laughs> we forgot to mention this is one of four or three actually. Of Three of the night. Kingdom matches. Yes. Right. So then, this is where me and Mike decide to move because we found some seats. Yes, right we're next, standing right, for three right, matches. Right, right next to Mikey Meadows and Mr. Robert Waddy. God damn it. <laughs> They're nice people. <laughs> They're nice people. They're nice people. Just. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so I believe this was the one on one match Sebastian Cage versus Kid Christian. Yep. By the way, Sebastian Cage is is my brother-in-law, apparently. Okay. Don't ask. That's, a, that's an inside joke. <laughs> inside <laughs> joke, people. Inside joke. But um, this is also for the king. Of the, this is another of the keys to the kingdom, and Sebastian qualifies. He's one of the final four. And you were telling me that they've had this match so many times that they kind of all blend in together. Not that they blend in, but it's kind of like. You already know kind of where it's going. Like, they've done some of the same spots. It's like, okay, it's a good match because it's two cruiserweight guys, but it's like, do we really need to see it again? But okay, yeah, but it goes boy, over boy, with the crowd. But, but, but it's that, that's what I mean. Basically, they all blend in together saying that if you say, oh, Sebastian Cage and Kid Christian had a really good match, you can look at any show that they've wrestled on, it's the same kind of match. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Some guys at certain shows, like, they, they kind of go on autopilot when they wrestle each other, like, a lot. Another match like that happened that night, but we'll talk about that. That's semi-main, so we'll talk about that later on. Uh, from this, we go into 
was it the Dark Arts or was it the tag titles, Mike? I can't remember which is which. Uh, no, I believe it was the other uh, King's this Key. Is the, okay. That was, this was a match between... Cheeseburger, CPA, uh, Max Sells, and... And this Fox. man that is all good, Al Green. Al this dude was... Okay. I like him. He was, he was, was good. It, he was, this was a very good match, and this was a very good comedy match as well. Yep. Mike did not know who CPA was. I had to no, no, Mike no, on no, what... no, I knew who CPA was. I just didn't know what his gimmick exactly was. I thought it was a nerd, but you told me it was a stockholder. No, it's kind of like a stockholder lawyer type gimmick. It's cool. It gets over. Then yeah, I know Matt Sells. Matt Sells did a great job. He did a good. It was a good match. It's never it sunny. He drank a beer it's during his entrance. It's never sunny in Matt Lana, baby. You gotta watch. Yeah. Watch okay, Matt Sells. So Matt Sells comes. Watch watch his show on YouTube. It's never sunny in Matt Lanta, or it's always sunny in Matt Lanta. It's fucking fantastic. So Matt Sells comes out to the curtain. He goes straight to the fucking bar, gets a beer, he drinks it, and then gets in the ring. Sir, you were working drunk. Not a good but, worker. Um, not a good work. But um, all four <laughs> did. I, this was the first time I've seen this. All four ran the ropes at the same time without hitting each other. This was the funniest spot of the night. Just them running and running and running and running. Fans start to chant, this is good cardio. Me and Mike look to our buddy Danny, who's in the back, and we're like, what the fuck is happening? He's like, cardio. I'm like, okay. okay. Speaking of Danny, we do have to congratulate our friend Congra- Danny. Yeah, congratulations him. Congratulations. Him and Taylor. They're big. They're great friends of ours, brother, sister to us, because this is our family here. And they did get engaged this weekend. Now they're point. gonna be husband and wife. Yay! We better get an invitation to the wedding. That's all I say now. I gotta ask. Like, there's this one <laughs> clip I've seen come out of the show, and it involves Eddie McQueen. No, and... no, no. That's not yet. That's not wait, yet. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but we, we have to get about... to that match. We have so to get to that match. We, we talked earlier about uh, Canadian Destroyer. This is the first match. one of the night. <laughs> now, was it Cheeseburger and Matt Sells assisting the referee? The, no, this one, this one, yeah, this was Cheeseburger and Matt Sells to Al Green. They flipped the ref, and the ref is like, what I do? Ref got over that night. <laughs> yep. But, um, and Al then, Green wins. <laughs> yes. We're like, what? You had cheeseburger. You had Maxwell. He he got his ass kicked for the entire match, and he wins. So now qualified for the keys of the kingdom are already, excuse me, Al Green, Sebastian right. Cage, and Mike Donovan. Right. That is going to be the triple threat match, where the winner will get a shot whenever he wants at the Pro Wrestling Magic Heavyweight Title. I bu- wait, I believe they said that at the next show they're going to have one more. It's going to be a fatal four-way, I believe. I think that's what they said. I'm hoping because right now this is kind of making sure there's going to be a new face as a top champion. Which is good. Which is good. Which is interesting. That's interesting. Indie, indie companies should do this. Yeah. Always push the newer guys because the newer guys are the ones that are going to build the brand later on. So from there... We so we get on. so so we get the dark arts championship. No, no, no. Wasn't it the tag title? Uh, was it the tag believe... title match first? Tag titles well, first. With our friends, well, well, fuck to you. be tied, and the private party. 
up? And the full matches on our YouTube and Facebook. Yep. With Mike's fan cam. And you get to yep. hear our opinions, where I, I was basically, and, and, me and Mike and, were giving commentary for this match. buffoonery. Oh, a lot of random buffoonery. But this so was we had fun an, during this was an ex, This was an excellent tag team match. Yep. This is high flying to with the T. This is great combos. Smiley and Matt, Mike Grossa tried to kill uh, Isaiah with like a springboard doomsday device to the outside. Yeah, yep. So that, that kind of hurt. Ben's <laughs> so, ben saying yep when he wasn't even at the fucking show. I watched the match. <laughs> because he, he must have saw it on the YouTube. Which we recommend all of you to do the same. So, but sadly, private party goes over. The power of Ben's positivity. The power of Ben's positivity wasn't in the building, so so Smiley lost again. This is what happens when I don't go to these shows. Smiley kept looking at you. You fucked up Smiley again, Mike. I did nothing. I better not lose at House of Glory. He He better not lose at House of Glory. He kept looking at me. He did a V with his throat. Which is kind of sexual, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you want your V? You want your V? Mike. No, I don't. Ha- I don't. I don't have a V, so he needs to look somewhere. <laughs> so I, one thing, say this. Uh, one thing I really like about the match was that there was no clear babyface or heel. Hey Mike. Just hey Mike. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was kind of weird. As, yeah, as, so, as, as no I was saying, there, there was no clear heel, no clear bay face. It was just both teams doing what they what they usually do. So I think kind of Smiley and, and, and Grasa, they played more of a strong style in the match. I'm not sure if right. that was them trying to be the heels in the match or they right. were just trying to ground private party. That's why oh. I did mention that they needed to do Something to ground them because private party are known to fly. Right. But I don't, it's nor here nor there. Private party right. do get the victory. And from there, we go on to another title match in the Dark Arts Championship. Evan Cross uh, gets his rematch against Eddie Queen when all of a sudden Joey Ryan pops out. We kind of figured it was going to happen because remember, we said that day uh, Pro Wrestling Magic gives an announcement. We hope you all love Pina Coladas. My prediction was he was going to be in one of the Keys of the Kingdom matches. Nope. Joey dark, Ryan comes dark, out dark. and says, hey, I faced you before, and EC Negro fucked us up. So I still owe you. I faced you before, and you touched my dick. So you touched my dick, and you touched my dick. Now you both can touch my dick. And I look at Mike like, Huh? He likes to get people to touch his dick. At this Not point, only ba- that. At, the, at this point, I'm banging my head on the wall because this <laughs> guy is talking about his penis. And then that's not even the funniest part. He then has his lollipop. He takes it out of his mouth and begins to ask, "Who wants my lollipop?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's an innuendo." But who really is going to take this? One dude jumps out of his seat and says, "I do, I do, I do." I'm like. No. How about the... Yep. He gets in position and Joey Ryan puts it in his mouth. mouth. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. 
So that and, 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 and meanwhile, during all this, Eddie McQueen is having an orgasm in the, yep. in the ring because it's Joey goddamn Ryan, and Eddie has a thing for Joey and his penis. So the match starts. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We were, if we were girls, I think we would all want to fuck Joey Ryan. Do I need to play the porno music again? No. So the okay, match starts. So match starts. Ember Cross is freaked the fuck out. Because not only does he have to deal with Eddie, he has to deal with Joey, my dick is big, Ryan. And this whole time, so the bell rings. All of a sudden, Joey goes, touch my dick. It's like, really? <laughs> Everybody's and Eddie's like, like no. touch my ass. <laughs> and then Joey's like, I'll touch your ass if he touches my dick. And then Eddie's like talking <laughs> to everyone. Like, there's a negotiation happening here. <laughs> <laughs> so Everett's I'll... like, what the fuck is going on? So they begin to like get closer so not, and closer. So, Everett, so basically it was like if Everett w- would touch Joey's dick and then Joey would touch <laughs> Eddie's ass, he would get a settlement of $100,000. <laughs> Nope, didn't so happen. That did, so that didn't happen. Ever and, beat the uh, shit Everett just beats the shit out of both of them. And so the this match turns into wrestling. So then, then we get the spot. <laughs> ben, so, you well, you want to talk about this spot? Okay, you can talk I've, seen about this, I've seen this on Twitter. It's amazing. This is the best thing I've seen all week. It's amazing. Okay, fucking Eddie McQueen. No, Everett Cross has Eddie McQueen in like... Like for his for like I think a Canadian destroyer or was it the other way around? I think it was Eddie McQueen. It was the other way around. Eddie McQueen. Other way around. For the Eddie McQueen. Other way around because it fits with what's, what was happening. Okay, Eddie McQueen yeah. has ever cross set up in Canadian destroyer position. Then Joey Ryan comes up. Eddie McQueen finally gets a big old fist of Joey Ryan dick, and he is. I can only describe what Eddie McQueen is doing as having a thunderous orgasm. And oh, he's coming around. Joey he's Ryan coming. begins flexing and doing his thing, and if you've watched any of his clips that have gone viral, you know what's coming. He penis flips, does the penis suplex to Eddie, who then, since he's still in position, Canadian destroyers the fuck out of fucking Everett Cross. This is the stupidest and the greatest thing I have seen all week. I love it. Was it was funny to be there in person, but then... That's not even it, the moment that, that wins. It's then that Eddie jumps into Joey's arms and says, catch me. And he does, I mean, Joey does. And then Joey begins to, no, throws Eddie. And he's like, <laughs> pins fucking Everett Cross and Joey Ryan. Is no, like, no, 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 no. No, what happened? Was, no, no, don't, don't. We don't need more. <laughs> what happened was Joey oh, pulled out. Another blow pop oh, from God. his trunks. Oh, my. And, and, and he put it, it now, just so people know, the blow pop was near his dick. So he takes his it out. His blow pop was by his, was by his blow pop. Sorry, so, had to make you're that You're going to make me nauseous because <laughs> what he did next, he put the blow pop in Evercross's mouth. Then, I believe he did like a DDT, and Joey Ryan wins the Dark Arts Championship. What the fuck did I watch? <laughs> it was a very gimmicky triple threat. Oh. I can't say that it was bad because it was I felt like I was on the set of a wrestling porno. It was funny, though. It was a great match. But then Joey Ryan does not decide to go to the back and rest. Nope. He goes to his gimmick table because now we're going to intermission. 
No, that was fine. And, I, 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 that was fine. I really didn't have any complaints about that. No, I was I was laughing because I'm like, wait, go take a breather, go go get like a water. Nope. He goes to his gimmick table and starts saying, "Okay, pictures, autographs." I'm like, wow, he wanted to get ready to work. I'll so say. Usually, I'll, Hold on, hold on. I'll say that I'll make one final point about the triple threat was that so when before even Joy Ryan even appeared, Eddie McQueen had this serious look because he knew he was in for a fight with Ever Cross. And then once Joy Ryan's music hit, that just went away. Started he started marking the fuck out, bro. Yep, he was he was ready. He's like, yay! And then the best, and then like one of the funny parts about it was when he was teasing like, who wants my blow pop? And like, Eddie's like, me, me. And then when Joey gives it to the fan, you see Eddie in the background pass out in the middle of the ring as soon as the blow pop enters the fan's mouth. <laughs> it's like, and I, I just love Everett's face. He's like, what the fuck is happening right now? God, it was like, it was such surrealism in Everett's face. And then Eddie's like, oh my God, I wanted, I wanted so bad. It's like, okay. So then, the way, now we're going By the way, to- Everett also kept the blow pop in his mouth as he was leaving the ring. Hey, it's a good blow pop. Oh, God, why did I just say that? So okay. we go into the mission, and then we're walking around, and then very good fun's private bar. Usually we don't talk about intermission, but yeah, this happens. So, me and Mike are just standing around because we're like, okay, we're not going to sit anymore. We're kind of tired of sitting. Mark Quinn decides to start staring at me. I stare back. People are literally passing through and trying to talk to us, and me and Mark Quinn are not moving our lock of eyes. It's like Hogan and Warrior when they first <laughs> locked eyes for WrestleMania 6. <laughs> and Mike is like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, you'll what see. Matthew, like, stop staring at him. And then I'm like, should I confront him? He's like, go, stop go. Starting, stop starting angles. And, and then I don't even get to confront them. They come to us. Right. So I get confronted by both members of Private Party. And Mike, instead of helping me, decides to move the side. I'm like, fuck. Now I'm one side Mark Quinn, one side Isaiah Cassidy. Well, Ray Ramundo is alone. Okay, here we go. So I get, confronted. I get confronted by being a supporter of House of Gang Girls. Not just a supporter, but a follower of the one above all. So, they decide to tell me, oh, how they're tag team champions. Eh, fluke victories. They have held House of Glory tag team titles. I reply with, where's the gold though? And they say, oh, well, last time I checked while you were training at Hog, which I replied to, I'll be back soon. They say we were the ones helping you. Guess what? Last time I checked, my real brothers were those at House of Gangone. Private party, like I told you that night, I'll see you soon. And something's coming very soon on the GAWP YouTube that's going to prove my statement just a little more. Mike, you're outside of this. What did you think? Looking utter, into what Travis did. Utter <laughs> bullshit. Of course. Ben, what do you think? What do you think about this? Utter bullshit. I, I, leave, you, <laughs> I leave you two chuckle nuts alone for one fucking night and this is what you do? Shut up, Ben. And you, you know it's him. It's always him. Yeah. And you know what did help, too, was that in the middle of staring, he goes into his backpack and takes out a House of Gangone mask, which oh didn't help. Nope. And this leads to a picture that still hasn't come out yet. I'm worried because I want to know what they're doing with their 
Patron loving hands that they have a picture of me with that beautiful mask and them two staring at me. To which just to, to feel somewhat okay, I gave them both what they deserve and that was a beautiful finger. So let's see what happens. Well, I put out a nice picture though. Even on our golf page, you can see them with what they should be wearing. And that's one of those House of Gangone masks. Boys, come to the House of Gangone. There's a lot of space. Just find your true potential. The law has. Herbal Affairs has. Utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. Ben, you should too. Come on. Utter. It's so much better here. Ray, move on. No, no, no. Because now we're going to talk about Ben's utter bullshit, if you're going to call it. Because one of my brothers, Ezekiel Lewis, gave you some bullshit over the weekend. I got to ask you, does that do it for your review of Pro Wrestling Magic? No. We want to know, what do you think? Because you have to be enlightened, Ben. I do fucking House of Garbage. Gangone took... Three bodacious dudes, Toasty Tom, Gabriel, fucking Gabe, fucking Rembrandt Lewis, some cool-ass dudes who'd always say hi to us at these shows through some bitchin' tailgate parties, and he, they turned them, and they turned he they turned them into a bunch of brainwashed Kool-Aid drinking zealots. Also, our my boy, fucking Smiley, he's nice to us in some places, but whenever he steps into HOG, it's like this evil possesses him whenever he's around Gangone now, and he's one of his little cronies now, so I'm like... Gangone's taking all my friends away from me, so House of Garbage, fucking come at me. Ben, it's not, it's not that he's taken them. He's enlightened them, just like he had me and everyone else that's just da, follow. Da, 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 da. Finish your fucking pro just wrestling match. Just follow it, Ben. Mike. Okay, let's go on, because Ben is just that much of a fucking humanoid. But okay. So. How about you, Ray? You were supposed to focus on pro wrestling magic. You're talking about other bullshit. Because it happened. We have to bring on the real topic. Last stand standing. Oh, God. So, for those that were in the building, you knew you had to run away. Because this match went everywhere. A dude's Pringles got destroyed. Dennis Carter versus Mike Werner. This match, when they both came out, had no reaction. But (laughs) when they were going through the motions... Fans are starting to get into it. I loved how Darius Carter picked up a foam plate and used it as a weapon. And, and you see on his face, he's like, why did that work? Motherfucker, it's a foam plate. No, he then began to use forks, to which fans are like, you're not Abdullah. To our little fans, they're like, who? No. Also, what was funny, too, that there was a spot where Carter... Pinch Werner up for like a front suplex. Werner lands on one of the tables in the back, and the table just collapses and breaks. This is a gimmick table, by the way, that had the merch of Aaron Bradley and others. Speaking of Aaron Bradley, he had a nice tag team match with Steve Off, which we just skipped through, I just remembered, against the Down Boys. They're known Nothing as Kill the Magic. Kill the Magic goes over. Notice, notice Mike and called them blue, uh, blueberries the whole night. Yeah, no, no disrespect to those four, but it was just a basic tag match and nothing, nothing really happened. There was no storyline with that. I know there is a storyline with Kill the Magic. It was just kind of downplayed that night. So, yeah, that match happened. They went over. Good um, for for them. Okay, so, so back ba- to the so last ba- minute stand. So, 
there's one spot that we we, we, we need to talk about. So Verna has, I believe, the tier one title, and oh, he's about to, he, he, he's about to hit Carter in the face with it. And then now the building is quiet because nobody's reacting. But Verna goes, "This one's for Pete Dunne," and everybody goes, "Ooh!" And he hits Carter in the face with the title. Me and Mike's reaction were, "Holy shit!" He said it. Where? And then the building, the building went to a bruiser went chant, and I just looked at everybody. And goes, he ain't here. <laughs> okay. And, and then we get a bullshit finish that I still hate to this day. Carter takes out the duct tape. He duct tapes Verner's feet to it. Also, I, what I hated too was that. We could see the tape broke, and he had to sell that he was tape still, was still there. Yeah, to the rope. God. So Verna stays down. Carter wins the tier one title. Hip hip hooray! But this is really—I kind of call it to Mike. I'm like, wait, Mike. There's a three way at Five Burrows on Friday. It's gonna That's be Dan Goat versus Verna versus Darius. It's supposed to be all three defending gold. Darius doesn't have a title. Yes, he does. Oh, uh, he can't defend the LDF. So. But you can't say he doesn't have a title because he has one. Uh, okay. On the technicality, Darius doesn't have a usable title that night. <laughs> so Gangon no puts, <laughs> puts his House of Glory title, Crown Jewel title, Verna puts his Five Barrel title, and Carter puts up his Tier 1. And if you're in... Uh, if you're in the area for Five Borough Wrestling, go check them out because this is they're hyping this up as the first. This, this might be the match of the year for Five Borough. Yep. Or, Hopefully, or, or, we're or, there. Or the, I'm not sure. Or for the or for the Indies in general. Yep. So hopefully we we're the, there. If not, it's going to be a great match. So Carter wins the Tier One title, and then we get to the main event. Ooh, Teddy Hart versus J T Dunn. These two. Now, when I say. Did I see in the first match that Sean Maluda and Negro killed each other? What yep. This is they ever, the even the match before that, Verna and Darius put on a hard fun match with weapons. They killed each other. Right. Me and Mike are like, oh, fuck. Now Strong Style is not going to be able to put over. Guess what? Teddy Hart and JT Dunn, I guess, hurt us. And they basically did a WWE move, cracked their knuckles and said, hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> Every move was like, oh, fuck, he just killed him. <laughs> this went on for about 20 minutes. And they destroyed each other with Canadian destroyers, elbows, backcrackers, everything. And we're like, there's no way this match could fucking end. Yep. And, and then, then we fucking see a roll-up finish. Wait, did you talk about the tombstone on the apron? I, I couldn't even remember that. So, I believe it was... Was it Teddy? It was JT. No, it was JT to Teddy. So, JT gives Teddy a tombstone power driver on the side of the apron, rolls him in, it, it's a two. Then, I believe, a hard... Teddy does a backstabber. Yeah. Backstabber with the... Uh, it was a lung blower. He can get the reverse is, lung blower, yeah. But the thing is, Dan is like on top of his shoulders... He lifts him up in the air, and then he, as he's coming down, he hits him with the backbreaker, which looks sick as fuck. So Hart goes for the pin. He doesn't get it. And then Dunn just 
that cradles him. One, two, three. That was yep. anticlimactic. <laughs> it was interesting, though. It was like, okay. It was a good finish because I guess the point of the match was they gave it their all, but they needed to pull something out of the woodwork in order to get the victory. So JT decides, roll up it is. And yeah. then we get an emotional speech by both men. And then we see our old friend Miguel come out. We're like, wait, huh? And EC Negro comes out. Teddy Hart breaks them up and says, no, come on, guys. This is a heartfelt moment. You guys can kill each other in the back, but let's settle this here. Negro, you're my friend. Oh, God. That was the part. That's the part where Mike tells me, watch, you're going to beat up JT. I'm like, no, Teddy wouldn't do that. Teddy wouldn't do something like that. So basically, Negro Negro pulled the Batista saying, I'm going to rip your head off, which he doesn't, but he kicks him right in the dick. Yep. And, dick. and then Ace Romero comes out and saves the day. And now, from that, we're like, oh, fuck, I guess it's going to be Negro and JT for the title. Yep. Then AC does this, points to the wall, and me and Mike are like, at us? Oh. I was about to say, you're going to be, you know what's funny? I was about to be like, you're going to be on our show? And then I was like, oh, for the next show. So me and Mike start pointing at it. Like two marks, like, okay, NWO style. There. And it, it is to announce that it will be JT Dunn versus AC Baby at their 1121 show, which is... You couldn't just say October 11th? No, it's not October. It's going to be on their November show. Oh, November show. Fuck. I'm, oh, my <laughs> Jesus. Leave me alone. <laughs> So, yeah, it's going to be at that show that is dedicated to the Copa Cabana. It's going to be cool. And it'll be JT Dunn versus Ace Romero for that show. We also, we, also, we also forgot to mention Ace Romero versus Jeff Cobb. Holy shit, how did we forget that match? Okay, okay so, so, so long story short, Ace Romero and Jeff Cobb, two strong-ass bulls. Cobb picked them up, which was impressive as fuck. Ace Romero... <laughs> It was like a fucking baby. AC baby. But, um, good match. It was a really good match. Not, nothing to complain about. Yeah, it was a good match. I can't say that I had a, uh, I can have a problem with anything that happened during that match. Ace Romero was basically calling out anyone to challenge him, and now I guess he's decided, you know what? I've beaten all the surprises. I've beaten the top guys from everywhere. Now it's now time to go I for the goal. Yep. Which and, is going to be a good story because JT is his mentor. It's going to be a half-court battle. So hopefully also, the three of us will be at that it. show. He's yeah, it. he really has. Hopefully the three of us will be in attendance for that show. So but I think that wraps it up for Pro Wrestling Magic. So Pro Wrestling Magic, what would you rate it out of a 10? Out of a 10, I'm going to give it... I'll give it a 9. I'll give it a 9. Uh, I'll give it... I'll give it a 7.5. Nothing. It was, I'm not saying it, it was. It was. It was a really good show. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I give it a nine because I still don't feel it was a perfect ten for me at this point. So nine is the best I can give it for now. But it was also it was a good show, start to finish. We had a fun time. We were, with, were there with our boy Ralphie. Our boy Henry was there. We rode with Miguel. Miguel was there. We supported our boy Negro. Ben, you were there in spirit. You were there with our family of Cliff. 
Danny, congratulations again. Smiley, who was wanting to give you his V. Tricky. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? I don't know. We hang out with too many people. But it was I a good night. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mike, what, you're saying 7.5, I say 9. Well, that's our review on what was Pro Wrestling Magic. God, I think we spoke about 30 minutes on that show. There's your plug. Ben, are you, you here? Ben, are you alive? I'm right here. We, you guys, that was a lot of things you had to say. You basically just did a fucking episode of indie analysis right there. Hey, now, this is what we, we're going to do, though. After this, we're going to put it out there. Every one of you at Pro Wrestling Magic better share this. Because we just put over your show like, fuck. Okay. So, so, Ben, what do you want to talk about? Because we just took over the show for a bit. Now that we've, now that you guys are finally, fuck it, you guys just did an entire episode just alone on Pro Wrestling Magic. I might just take that part <laughs> out and put it on. Do you know what that means? Me and Ray are up to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Yay! No, no, we still got to talk about Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> All right. But, but, but let's get to that because it's the bread and butter of our programming. You want, right. you want to talk about SmackDown first and then Raw? Yeah. Okay, we can talk about SmackDown. The big news coming out of SmackDown. Let's move on to some SmackDown Live. The big news coming out of SmackDown Live this week. Gender, gender is, a is a racist. What is that? Gender is a racist. You know what's the funny part is that Raw is a racist. It's an Indian being a racist towards a Japanese wrestler. <laughs> the oh, irony. Man. The yeah, wait, Mike. irony. Mike, we're talking about different races, but I have a friend of mine who wants to talk about this. So oh, let me oh, bring him oh, out. Oh, 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 he, oh, he goes in the corner. Hang on. Right hold on. If, 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 you're, if you're bringing out who I think you are, hold on just one second. Yep, he sir. needs his music, Ben. He needs his music. Hold he, on. He needs He's coming. Music. He's coming. Hold on. I'm getting him to sneak over. Give me a minute. Hang on. Come on. Vamos. That's fucking horrible. Don't say that. <sighs> Here we go. So... Orale, amigos! Hi, Senor Ben! Hi, Senor Mike! Pepe! Misa, you muchachos forgot about me. You and the law took 30 fucking minutes. Okay. Misa, Senor Jinder, Senor Nakahuha, Nakahuha, I don't know what the fuck his name is. Nakahuha? You know the Chinese guy, the guy that does the wrestling. He's Japanese! No. Oh, I'm so sorry, Senor Mike. They all look Are you speaking like you're Japanese? Be so sorry. Me put the peepee in your cool. Me, Senor Mike, me just trying to be nice, you know? Senor oh. Trump tells me to grab a bag. <laughs> oh, God. This is horrible. Pepe, you have oh, opinions man. about... Okay. Thanks for coming, Pepe. Goodbye, Pepe. Goodbye. Get out of here, Pepe, before you cause an international incident. I have to remind the fans to go to our favorite. Go to the GAWP Tacos. We have the enchiladas. And don't forget to buy the home milk Mike ice cream bars. Thank you, amigos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put an ice cream bar there. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? What is he talking about now? Okay. God I heard something it. about chinos and Japanese. I don't know what the fuck is. So, for those who don't know, <sighs> Jinder Mahal on SmackDown Live this week in a really misguided promo. I don't know what they were going for here. 
he comes out and starts in saying how like Nakamura's facial expressions all look the same. Okay. Oh. Then he calls. Then he calls him. Then he calls him. Then he calls him. Then he. I think he called him Mister Miyagi. Okay. And then, and as if this was pushing it to begin with, and then he says, "I in this voice, he says that you always rook the same." (laughs) Whoa! Also funny too. <laughs> you look up the same. <laughs> oh god. Okay, do you know, I get where Pepe was coming from? Because I'm like, what the know, fuck is he talking about? I want to. I want to mention this because last week we recorded the day of SmackDown, so we weren't able to talk about SmackDown last week. So this was yeah, last night at SmackDown. This was week two of him being a racist. Last week he he was doing the same shit, and one of the funniest things he has had has said ever since he. Has, has been holding this title was that Nakamura looks like it looks, <laughs> he looks like Pikachu having a seizure. <laughs> that is that it was actually funny. This was Pikachu I'm done. Seizure. I'm done. That this was just was, fucked up. This was so was uncomfortable. This was so misguided and I was just like usually when WWE is racist they're usually a little more low key than this but Jesus. Yeah, they try to hide it. They don't try to just put it out there. Like what the fuck are you guys doing? This was Oops, Don't do that. I see what they were going for but this was just horribly misguided. Definitely the worst worst promo of the week, bar none. But the best promo of the week came from... And I can't believe I'm even fucking saying this. Best promo came from Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Oh my god, did you just say that, Ben? Yes. Sadly, we have to agree with Ben. Because to me, Roman won the week. So That can only mean... God. That can only mean one thing, motherfuckers. Hold on. That can only mean one thing, motherfuckers. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. Fucking run away. The end is nigh. Oh, we're going to miss hearing that. It ain't going away, but let's talk about this promo. So the end is nigh. The end is nigh. Fucking run away. The end is nigh. The end is... <laughs> so the gist of the promo was, was Cena is a fake-ass bitch. He's a hypocrite. And people compare Roman to Cena when when Roman does not look like him at all. He's not some jacked up white dude with a military crew <laughs> with a military haircut. And if you don't believe him, ask Alex Riley. Wow, that was fucked up. That was really fucked up. Fuck you, Alex Riley. <laughs> God, you know what's funny? Alex Riley responded on Twitter. What he was say? like, whoa. I I don't want to go into detail, but he basically said not to mention him. <laughs> that it basically saying he was right, but just not to mention him. <laughs> so, so that's right. They can, they can say whatever the fuck they want. God. Probably. But uh, so Roman shows a promo from uh, February 2012, where John Cena was basically shitting on The Rock for The Rock saying that he was that he's back, he's going to be here every week, and if you look at WWE now, 
John Cena isn't here every week. He wasn't even there on Monday. He was uh, dancing with the stars with Nikki. But we'll get into yep. that in a little bit as well. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, Roman says Well, what's funny is that Roman kind of cut the same promo that Zena did at that time. But it got over. I'm telling yeah, Mike, because Mike's like, this is a good promo. I'm like, but it's the same promo. Mike's like, shut up. Don't overthink it. I'm like, but it's the same promo. But shut up. It actually worked. It worked for this match. It really did, though. It really did. Because if you think about it, the last three to four weeks, Cena has been killing him on the prom- on promos. Yeah. And this was Roman's, like, oh, he Rebuttal. This was, like, his, this is his big rebuttal. Th- this was, was Roman. Hoping. Hold on. But this was Roman. Oh, Cena ain't here. Oh, give me a microphone. Let me get up there fucking fast before he before he comes. <laughs> let me talk. Like, let me talk before he get on his private jet and just fucking, nope. Super Zena. Do, 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 do. So, remember how I told you Cena was a do, 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 do. It's like, fuck. He's here. He's going to be like, fuck. Zena, I thought you were in Antarctica. Yeah. It was 10 degrees. What? <laughs> fuck. 10 degrees. 10 the grease is that, 10. Please edit that in and post. I'll edit that in and so, post. So people, so people know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, God. You'll find out. You'll find out. So I mentioned Cena was at Dancing with the Stars because Nikki Bella is on the new season of Dancing with the Stars. Which and me and Mike decided, let's watch that instead of what was happening on Raw. Yep. And this Which, was during a Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman hype video. Yep. We, we chose, God. We chose right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nikki Bella scored a 20. That's all he needs to know. Which was a good score for Dancing with the Stars participants. And I was joking around with Ray. I was like, there's no way she could politic her way to winning. <laughs> Which I replied with, well, it's a fan vote. <laughs> At that point, I banged my head against the wall. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So on but that, it was a good dance. She speak, slams her partner. Speaking of banging funny. your head against the wall, let's let's start bringing it to a close here, and let's start talking about WWE No Mercy. Oh no God, Mike's gonna, bang his, Mike's gonna bang his head into the wall a little more because he fucking chose Braun Strowman for the only match he predicted. You had to go with the stipulation that you could only pick one match. You had to do that, didn't you? In the one match that if you lose, you can never, ever go for the GAWP world title again. Okay. As long as... As long as, as, long as, as Coffer has it. Uh-huh. You know, that first dude, off, yeah, you, know, that off, dude Ray, you betrayed? You're giving me shit. Hold on, hold on. So you're giving me shit about it. So Brock and Braun was the only match announced for No Mercy, so I was like, oh, you know what? Let's just do that match. Then, like, a week later, they announced the Cena and Roman match. At that point, you started giving me shit. Like, there you go. There's a fucking match to battle. What the fuck are you doing? I'm like... Because that's more of an unpredictable match. On the one match that's basically telling you who's going over, you pick the guy that's gonna lose. We'll see. We'll <laughs> okay, see. Okay, so let's go well, into predictions. See, let's get actually, I do want to ask one th- I do need to say one thing. Ray... I've been wanting to finally get some payback on you for Extreme Rules the night I got screwed out of my championship. So tell you what, I ain't into, I have my money in the bank contract. I got it back via loophole. 
But I feel that, no mercy, we need to do something special. So I challenge, since the rest of the card is up for grabs, I challenge you to a number one contender's prediction match, and the winner faces the winner of the one prediction match at the next pay-per-view. Okay, Ben. I'll Mike, do it. Wait, it's only only because if Mike I, approves. Only if, be... only if Whole Milk approves. Mike, will this be Whole Milk approved? That's fine. It is on. Because I want to be the first ever dual GAWP champ. It was Matt. Matt was champion for about 30 seconds before Isaac decided to fuck him. But Ben. He fucked if, him? That's fucked up. Ben! If you lose to Ray, you better not fucking cash in. Okay. I won't cash this in. This is on. where Ben is winking at me. <laughs> I'll save it for let's get into the card let's get into the card unfortunately Matt Matt isn't with us tonight so we'll get Matt's pro I'll get Matt we already no we don't even need Matt's predictions he's only doing one match and you chose the listener so let's get on with this let's go from the top let's go from the bottom to the top right here I'm looking at the official Wikipedia page so here we go this is always subject to change injuries could happen and matches could be added if so we'll determine whether or not to predict those at a later time up first it's going to be the Miz defending his Intercontinental Championship against my black son. My black son. My black son. Every day my heart is getting bigger. Don't even remember sleeping with that lady, but I did. Jason Jordan. Oh, God. So it's The Miz versus Jason Jordan. I'm Jason, going to and Jason, go. and Jason Jordan has lost the last... He, he lost to both Cena and Roman back-to-back, and then he wins a, a six-pack challenge. Okay, so in WWE logic, Jason Jordan is pulling out the WWE title <laughs> when he's going to be the new IC champion. I see it happening. That's my I'm, I'm going to go with Jason Jordan via disqualification. So you're still going with Jason Jordan? Yes, I'm going with Jason Jordan. We're just doing that. He's Jason Jordan's winning. Mike, what about you? Well, right, there's a big difference between winning and actually winning with the belt. I don't see so, There's no way of him getting DQ'd. Who's going to help him? Miss, no, the Miztourage is going to probably get it. Like Jason Jordan's probably going to have the upper, uh, upper hand advantage. And then the Miztourage is going to be like, no, 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 no bullshit, Black Sun. And then interfere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no bullshit, yeah. Black Sun. Yeah, I just said that. For a minute, I thought you said Black Mun. I'm like, no, Mike, don't spoil that yet. <laughs> coming soon, coming soon. Jason Jordan, I think he's actually going to walk out with the title. All right. The Black Sun, Jason Jordan. Next up, it's going to be Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks versus Bully versus Nia Jax versus Emma. In a fatal five way for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Oh yeah, so this was a thing on Raw as well. Bailey returned and she just got added to this match. Bear in mind, Nia Jax and Emma had to actually win a match to get into the fatal four way. So, yep, kind of a bit weird. But yeah, me personally, since Alexa Bliss is the fucking advertisement for the show, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with my safe bet and I'm gonna go with Alexa Bliss retaining. Okay. Uh, I only see this match for one thing: is that Emma is gonna eat the pin because there's no way they're gonna pin Sasha. Well, now that Bailey's at it, they're not gonna pin her. They're not gonna pin Alexa. 
I'm going to go with Nia Jax. I'm going to say Nia Jax walks out of No Mercy with the title. Okay, what about you, Ray? I'm going to go with, uh, this is going to be an odd idea, but I think Nia Jax is walking out champion. This is why. Listen to my idea. I feel... It's not odd because I just said Nia wins. No, no, no. Because you didn't give an explanation, so I'm giving one. Because I feel what they're going to do is have Sasha and Bailey start their feud because I feel Sasha's going to turn on Bailey that night. Sasha's going to be healed. That'll be their mid-card feud. And then it's going to be Asuka and Nia. Alexa could take a little bit of a break because she's basically been given the skyride push. Maybe her and Paige go at it. But Paige right. turn evident, and then Emma could just go fuck off. <laughs> no, no I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I feel like the rumor that's going around is that Paige is going to join up with Emma, and they're going to be like, they're going to be starting promos being like, we're the ones that started the women's revolution, not like any of you. That makes but I, but that, I get, that makes but sense. I get your idea. I just feel they're just going to have Nia win because if, if you think about it, Oscar is making her debut in a few weeks, and who's the best person that she could just topple to get the title? Not- yeah, because that was that was the one that she had the most difficulty in NXT, so it makes sense. Okay, have them face off and see how that works here on the main roster. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if Alexa retains the title too, but I feel that it's going to be Nia. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to give Nia a chance with the title. Yep. Okay, Ben. What's and up next? Next up is, oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, it's the Cruiserweight Championship match where the king of the Cruiserweights, Neville. 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 Who will Neville. be defending against Neville. En- Enzo Amore. You know what's sad? It's going to be Enzo winning. Which is what I was going to get to. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Enzo Amore. Why? You you fucking hypocrite. You hate him. No, here's the thing. I do hate. I do do not like Enzo Amore. No, here's the thing. I don't like Enzo Amore as a dude. As a character, I find him fascinating. You gotta understand. WWE is not booking this dude like a babyface at all. He, no, face it. This dude was flat out. Let me count the ways. This dude was a fully re- ready, willing, and gable to the dude's oh wife. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna say fully erect. I'm like Ben. How do you know that? This dude was ready, willing, and able to the dude's <laughs> wife. And then he's he pretty much uses his friend as a human shield. He cheats to win in a cruiserweight championship five way. This dude has never once been portrayed as a morally upstanding individual. But that's kind of interesting to me that they're booking basically this piece of shit as just this trashy human being. I don't put aside the whether last time you, the last time you said something was interesting, the whole won the WWE title. Okay, exactly. Mike, who do you pick? Exactly, which is why I'm going with Enzo on this one. Mike, Neville, who do you pick? Neville is the face of this fucking division. They need to bring up somebody from NXT that can stop him. I don't know who. At this point, I'll fucking take Alistair Black at this point. Okay. Because I, so, I don't want Enzo Mori in this spot. Okay. And so, Ray, what about you? Okay, also, also, it doesn't make any fucking sense. This guy has so much heat. Why are they putting him in this match? Because you, okay. you know 100% of this match, Neville's going to be carrying, carrying him. I know that, Mike. But, okay, my turn. So, logistically, I would love to say Neville's walking out champion. But, how... 
again, like WWE's booking, Neville's been the one on top. Neville is proving that he's the wrestler in this match. But Enzo is the one dominating on promos. Enzo is the guy that's getting the sympathy. I see Enzo more walking out champion. There's no other fucking way. You know what? I also make this statement. If Enzo wins the title at No Mercy, he's losing it the next night or the following Tuesday. I'll say I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. And so that pretty much does it for us. I have Enzo and the rest of you guys have Neville next up. I just said Enzo! Oh, you said Enzo. My apologies. Are you not listening to me, you humanoid? (laughs) Next up, it's... Oh, Mike, I know you're thrilled for this. It's the man-to-man match. It's Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. What does that mean? (laughs) Nobody fucking knows. Mike, you know what it is. No, shut up. It's going to be you and Matt. Shut up. Shut up. So what is every other match, then? Okay. Is every match? Man to man? Fuck it. Is this even going to be a match? Is it going to be like, who has the bigger dick? Just whip at their dicks and be like, I have a bigger one? Fuck it. Let's just all say it at the same time. One, two, three. Bray Wyatt. Bray. Oh. Wait, are we actually all in agreement that Bray is winning this? I actually have to agree to. I was was spectacle. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Wait, Wait, hold on. Ben, give me a reason. Why do you think Bray? You know what's funny too? I just said Bray, but... 50-50. 50-50. We all agree on Bray, classic, yeah, classic 50-50 booking. Classic 50-50 booking. They want this feud to continue. So, but, I like is, but I feel like this is the blow-off. Finn needs to win one. Bray needs to win one. And then they have the rubber match. I could be wrong, but I'm going with Bray they on had, this one. Okay, so they had the one-on-one match before SummerSlam. Wyatt won that. And then Finn dominated him at SummerSlam. So, just... Are we thinking Bray's actually going to win this feud? He beat Seth. He won the feud against Seth Rollins. I think Bray needs it the most. That's why. Because Finn, Finn is still Finn. So they Finn had they this. had Elias Sampson go over on Finn Balor. Anything is possible at this town at this at this time. Yeah, I said that's why I think we're all in agreement. So Bray all around. Yep. Sadly. All right. Next all right, up. So I'll, 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 hold on, hold on. I'll throw this out there too. So Bray wins, and Finn loses, and this is like the end of the feud. What do you, what do you do with them two? Uh, fuck. At this point, like I would have. If this, if, if this is gonna be the blow off, I say Bullet Club Wyatt next. That's that's. Next match. This is where Ray. This is where Ray marks out a little bit. Man. Bullet Club as he's jerking off. Bullet Club. Next Bullet up. Dean, next up, it's going to be Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defending the Raw Tag Team Titles against Sheamus and Cesaro. Sheamus and Cesaro. I'm going to go with. Gonna lose. I'm going to go with Dean and Seth. Dean and Seth. All right. Next up. Okay, one of our one of the big ones. John Cena and Roman Reigns. I have never struggled over trying to pick a match before in my life. <laughs> this, this is a match where it's like, fuck, who do we go with? It's the dude. Who are we booing? It's the dude that never. It's lol Cena wins versus lol Roman wins. It's like, it's like, it's like I'm pretty much watching two clones fight each other. But I'm like. I'm trying to think of every conceivable backstage, like on TV, on air, every conceivable backass reason someone would win or lose this match. 
and it always gets it, it, it's, it's boggling the mind. So fuck it, I just gotta prick at random and just hope that the, that just the random choice will help me. So I'm I'm literally I'm not lying right now. I'm just gonna randomly pick on the computer screen right now, eeny meeny miny mo style. So hold on. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the toe. If he hugs us, let him go. My mother told me to pick the right bus one, and you are it. Roman. Greg, Greg, go, because I think I, I have a theory for how this match is going to go. Okay. Well, ah, fuck. I'm going on a big probability here. So, I picked Xena. Yeah, you're going to boo me now, but this is the reason why. I see Xena winning this match and him being the one to take the Universal title away from Braun. So Braun is going to win against Brock and then it would be Xena taking it from Braun. Roman, yes, he's the one that's, oh, he's going to be the next guy in line. No, I don't see it yet. I see Roman building up to later on to possibly Roman versus Brock and Mania next year. So I'm going with Zena for this one. Mike, what you got, brother? So this is how, so this is a theory that I've I've heard before and I like it a lot. So so Roman and Cena have this match. It's a very competitive match. Then as say a Roman's about to hit the Superman punch or Cena's gonna go for the AA, lights go out. A gong is sounded, and the Undertaker appears in the middle of the ring. Looks like he's about to attack Roman. When Swerve, he chokeslams John Cena. Then Roman gets the pin, and Roman Reigns is your winner. And you're you're probably listening to this wondering, why would the Undertaker attack John Cena? Roman is the one that beat him in Mania. Oh, I like so, that theory. So, fuck. Taker went out on his own. And he's basically been allowing Roman to say on TV, I retired The Undertaker. I retired The Undertaker. But one backhand, backhanded combo, com, fuck it. One bad remark by Cena that was basically you beat somebody. You beat an old man with a bad hip. Taker don't like that shit. So, and no mercy, he's gonna show up and he's gonna beat up John Cena. And then that's the build for Cena and Taker at Survivor Series. It's plausible as any other. So I like yeah, that. We okay. all have I we both have Roman and Ray has Cena. And finally, Mike, we already have your prediction for this one, so this is pretty much just me and Ray. Yep. It's the big. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, next up is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Braun. So, ben, who do you got and why? Uh, I'm gonna go. Honestly, here's the thing. I love Braun. He has such a bright future. He does not need the title. Just here's the thing. If Braun wins this, that means they make full- it seem like this is the end of his career. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. he has such a bright Didn't future. Did you say him. this the other day about someone? He had a future. <laughs> Big cat. Like what happens here? Oh, yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. If Lesnar wins this, it is basically confirmed he is keeping it till WrestleMania. Which yeah. means that they have not swayed from their plan of Reigns-Lesnar 2. 
again, bit of a shot in the dark here. I'm going to go with Brock simply because of like the opportunities it opens up. Yep. But Ben, I'll agree with you on that. I, I, if, if Brock does win on Sunday, then the WrestleMania match is seven stone. Okay. And Ray, what so, about you? Well, fuck. I. I'll, this is another match that's like it's what I want to happen, and then what's gonna happen. So I've wanted Braun to do it because again, we all want Brock to just lose the belt and go back wherever he goes and whatever he does. But I still see them going with Roman. And Brock, so they're going to build that feud. So sadly, I have to go with Brock winning the title on Sunday. And again, Mike, why the fuck did you pick Brock? <laughs> you want to know why? You want to know why? You want me to give? You want me to give a reason of why I picked Brock? Because you're stupid. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> That's it. I'll get the rope. <laughs> Don't you insult my boy. So the reason I picked Brock. Because even before I picked him, no, after I picked him, the way that they built him up has been fantastic. He have, he seems like the most logical person that can beat Brock, beat him up, and take advantage of him. Because if if you haven't noticed on the last the last five weeks of Raw, every time these two have a face to face. Braun comes out on top. Running power slam, choke slam, it's over. Brock is struggling to get up. I don't remember I don't remember the last time somebody was able to beat up Brock and get away with it. Do you guys? Goldberg. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so that pretty much does it. I'm sorry, you for, that does it for our No Mercy 2017 predictions. It's going to be a fun night. And, of course, we've, in sports, we're finally going to get back in the swing of doing another post-show pay-per-view review vlog. Hopefully this time no shenanigans happen, though they probably will. Let's see what happens uh, at No Mercy 2017. Finally, let's get into the, one, the final thing on the air tonight before we uh, close it down for the night. We have a viewer question here from frequent support of the show and former GAWP hardcore champion, Deleted Tyler, and he asks, which WWE superstar do you think is going to get the Cody Rhodes treatment next, is going to pull a Cody Rhodes? Do the Ziggle Wiggle. Do no, the Ziggle Wiggle. No, we all agreed you can't say Ziggler, because he's the one we all want. He Nick wants Ziggler Nemeth. to leave Nick and become Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. So no, the one Mike the star the star that I would definitely pick to get sort of the Cody Rhodes treatment to sort of go off and show how utterly fucking talented they are would be Emma. She would be she would be right at home in a place like Women of Honor, Progress Wrestling, all these other places. So definitely Emma for me. Emma would be amazing on the Indies. Mm, Mike, who do you got? No, uh, <laughs> so we agree with Ziggler. I would go with, I would say guys like Apollo Crews, Kalisto. Yep. Especially, especially more with Kalisto. That way he can go back to the Indies and prove to people why he is like any modern day Rey Mysterio. Be yep. Samurai Del Sol. Yeah, because he was, Samurai Del Sol was awesome. You guys are going to hate my answer. Because he was already built on the indies, but 
I feel they're doing nothing with him. We already agreed he's going to lose. I think Fergo Devitt has to go back to the Indies. You are so I think we need. Wrong. No, th- listen, listen to me why. Look at this. Finn Balor has been brought in, and the only way he gets over is when he puts on the paint. When he was Prince Devitt, he didn't need the paint to get over. He was a guy that he was a leader of the Bullet Club. He was able to get over just doing his strong style, and it was Prince Devitt as his dominant cruiserweight. The dude is in the heavyweight division, but gets jobbed out to the jobber. So it's like, I kind of feel he needs to leave and just get back to his old roots. He's doing stuff every other week. You see him in a picture with Fale, with the Guerrillas of Destiny, with guys that he was with already. And it's like, yeah, he fits better over there. I loved when Finn Balor debuted, but it's like he's kind of lost in the shuffle. So in my opinion, it should be Balor. Very right. interesting. You're fired. You're fired. I'm not fired. I gave the best answer. So that... He just wanted to give Ziggler. So that does it for another insane wait, episode wait, of JWP. Wait, but we wait, do wait, have wait, one wait. little bit of news before we go. Don't forget to leave your questions on Twitter and Facebook because next week we got another epic GAWP interview coming for you yep. guys. Hopefully, again, card is sub card is subject magic. again card is subject to change. These guys, these two are very busy, so we'll see what pans out. We'll see if we gotta pre-tape it and then put it in the episode. Regardless, one way or another, hook it by crook. We will get this to get this to you guys. We gotta go to them. We, they gotta come to us. Who cares? These two have been making a name for themselves all over the independence of the past few years, and very recently they finally climbed the top of the mountain and won the House of Glory Tag Team Championships. They are the, under the tutelage of the Esquire of Excellence, Matthew Ryan Shapiro. They are Smooth Blackman and Chris Seaton. They are the New York Wrecking Crew, and they are coming to GAWP next week for a, well, not really a one-on-one, but a three-on-two interview, I suppose, would be our format. So don't forget to leave your yeah, questions. We, we need to have the advantage because... When it was it was one on two. <laughs> and These me are, and Mike were still if you've never seen the terrified. New York Wrecking Crew in action, they are two big bad <laughs> scary motherfuckers, and we cannot wait to keep get ask them questions and hear their story because it's going to be one hell of an interesting discussion. So if you are going to ask them about uh, tag team wrestling, the state it's in right now, their collective histories getting into the wrestling business, how they teamed up with each other, what's it like working under the Esquire of Excellence, and much much more next week on GAWP. So guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Without you guys, there would be no fucking show. We love giving you guys content. We'll try to get out it. We love putting up YouTube comment content for you guys and all this wonderful stuff. So once again, Mike, if they want to listen to this episode or any past episode, where can they find MP3s and downloads? iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. Don't forget, we also have a YouTube channel. You can go to right now, the General Emission Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Ray, if they want to get themselves a 100% pure cotton stitch t-shirt with one of our fine logos on them, courtesy of uh, Title Fight Graphics, where can they get one of those t-shirts? So you can go to tpublic.com slash show. Buy any of our shirts, the Avenging Ben shirt. King of whole milk, strong style, whatever. It's something Nakamura related. You can get my Ray the Law t-shirt because it's fucking better than both of them. You can get two, one of the two Matt the Daddy Coughlin shirts because why the fuck are you going to buy two of them? You can get, hopefully coming soon, one of our great designs created by Keeve that he even made us the Gulp League, which was amazing. We'll that was a great design. We'll certainly Keeve see. just fucking kills it. Kills, is, he's killing the game right now. Keeve is amazing. Also, just to, to, to leave on a 
little bit of a lighter note, we do want to, again, our best wishes are with all those affected by the current hurricanes, the earthquakes, and everything that's happening right now. It's just tearing my eye because while we're recording this episode, I'm watching the news, and the numbers are just going up there. Right now, over 200 deaths in Mexico over this earthquake. It's just crazy to think. So again, our hearts and prayers are with these people that have been affected by this. Even in Puerto Rico right now, they're with no light. Also, in a lighter note, we do want to say happy birthday to House Again going member Thomas Odin. Happy birthday, brother. I know Ben hates you, but I still love you, brother. Stupid, stupid red mohawk wearing fucking shoulder pad wearing fucking goatee wearing fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and don't forget oh, that you can, can and don't forget more. that you can follow all of that great social media. You can follow us on the Facebook page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on the good old Twitter machine at the G A W P Show. Once again, I mentioned the YouTube. So guys, thank you once again for tuning in. If we wouldn't have a show without you guys, it's always great bringing you content. We'll be back next week with more wrestling news and the New York Wrecking Crew interview, hopefully. And guys, once again, I am avenging Ben. Open if I could be. And I'm the Law Ramundo remind you the foul the law and play that nice thing. And before I do, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us out with this amazing music, but Mike, tell us one thing. What can they do? We'll see you guys next week. Straight G. Thank you.